At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime Wednesday night at the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Celtics up 11, three minutes left in the uh, second quarter. Uh, let's keep contact here at Milwaukee. Let's, uh, let's, let's have a good game here. Stop turning the ball over. Stop turning the ball over. Kelly, with all the, uh, the live lines and updates. Yeah, we got 51-40 right now, Boston. Boston in the bonus, 245 remaining. Three up by Tatum, does not go. Uh, yeah, just breaking down this box score right now. 12 for Giannis, six rebounds, nine points for Drew Holiday. Uh, over on the Boston side, sixteen for Tate, sixteen and five for Tatum, nine for uh, Brown, nine for Tice off the bench, nine for Derek White off the bench. Uh, but yeah, stories turnovers. The Celtics got they have one. The Bucks have nine in the first half, uh, and some poor shooting to go along with that for Milwaukee. So I have to keep an eye on that one. Live line on that game right now: Celtics eight and a half and two thirteen and a half. Your live total over on the ice. Two games going on. Penguins up on the Rangers, one to nothing at the first intermission. Penguins minus one sixty live. Rangers plus one twenty five and a half. Your live total. Capitals lead the Panthers Let's one go. to nothing halfway through the first period. Panthers minus one thirty live. Capitals minus one hundred five six and a half. The live total. And over in baseball, Nationals on top of the Mets five to three. Bottom of the second inning, Nationals. Minus 330 live, Mets plus 240, 14.5 your live total. Rays with a one nothing lead over the Angels, top of the fourth. Rays minus 220, Angels plus 175.5 your live total. A's on top of the Tigers, 3 to nothing, top of the third. The A's minus 625 live, Tigers plus 400, 9.5 your total. And the Red Sox up on the Braves, 3 to nothing in the top of the third. Red Sox minus 475 live, Braves. Plus 325, 8.5, your live total. Twins with a 1 to nothing lead over the Astros, top of the second inning. Twins minus 160 live, Astros plus 130, 8.5, the total. Orioles and Cardinals scoreless, top of the second. Cardinals minus 245, Orioles plus 185, 7.5, your live total. The A's and Tigers today, a, a total of 7.5 which exceeds the total number of innings logged by both starting pitchers combined. Lifetime. Baseball, ladies and gentlemen. This week in baseball. Man. TJ Oshie putting the biscuit in the basket for the Caps, by the way, if you're scoring at home. You had a TJ Oshie prop today, did you? Yeah. yeah. You usually play TJ Oshie. It was a yes on the goal score. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, Matt, uh, teased us here when we, were doing the, uh, when we were doing the NFL segment earlier. You do have a season-long play on the Packers already. Yeah, I went ahead and I went ahead and played the under. There was an eleven and a half posted here in town, and so basically it comes down to you're telling me I need I I could have an eleven and six season and win that bet for this for this Packers squad for the like Devonte less a twelve and five is what I would need to lose that bet. I mean, listen, he got his 
he got his money. So Aaron Rodgers got his got his money. He did his stuff, but he has never played without an elite number one. And are you there, calling Alan Lazard not elite? There is a there is a chance that that this could actually you know look could take some growing pains here to kind of get back to. To you know, whoever ends up being his number one is it is it the guy they dra- is it one of the guys they drafted? Is it going to be you know one of the guys they bring in? Could they still bring in someone? I mean, those those are still all up in the air. Well, so, that, I mean, that that has been a thing. So right now it's Lazard, it's Christian Watson, uh, the rookie, it's Randall Cobb, it's Sammy Watkins. But I'm I'm starting to hear some talk about like the Julio Joneses of the world. Yeah, there's Julio, there's Jarvis yeah. Landry is still yeah. out there. I mean, he's not going to play at the beginning of the year, but Odell is still out there as well. He'll he he needs a he needs you know a month and a half, two months before he's going to be able to be out there. But Odell's still out there. So I mean, there's it's not like they couldn't still bring in someone. That being said, it's none of those guys. None of those guys are Devontae Adams, right? I mean, like none of those guys oh, are no. Devontae Adams. And plus, I I kind of like what the Vikings bring to the table this year as well. And so, you know, a couple of games against those guys and some some readjustments here and stuff like that. I I'm just I'm betting on listen, you can it's an awesome season if you go eleven and six. That's a good season oh, if yeah. you go eleven and six. Like twelve and five is a is an unbelievably awesome season. And so uh, we'll see how it all shakes out tomorrow. Whenever we get to see how the, the the games all line up and everything, but I think asking for twelve wins out of any team is is a lot, right? I mean, it's just it's just a lot of wins, and so I will I'll play the under on that just about every single time. What was our What was our conclusion about? Because going into last year, first season of seventeen regular season wins, and I think I threw out more than once this notion of just that extra game, and the notion of load management NFL style. Like, do you? That's still that still lingers in my brain. Like I just feel like that just that one game addition might make season win totals overs that much more precarious because I just don't I, I feel like teams have to make some decisions where they didn't in, in, in just one game fewer in a season, a sixteen game season. Maybe they just don't go full throttle with certain guys. We may never know the nuance of that, yeah. right? Might be guys that could have played if they needed. I don't know. It's tough. Well, and the other thing is, is the number was a little bit off market, right? I mean, as you see at DraftKings, there's only one team listed with 11 and a half. That's the Bucks, and then they play in the South with three teams that, you know, yeah, the Saints are – the Saints are not bad on paper by any stretch, but I mean, you know, their win totals eight. So it's if that tells you the difference in the teams there, and then they're in with two other teams that are completely rebuilding in Carolina and Atlanta. So it's a it's a team like that that has an eleven and a half, and then a team like the Packers that has an eleven and a half. Um, you know, Tom Brady coming back for the Bucks with all his receivers and everything like that. It's just a different scenario there than it is. For uh, for Aaron Rodgers and them in Green Bay, so I'll take the under eleven and a half. I felt pretty good about that. I did pay a little bit of juice, minus one thirty, but um, again, it was just I had not seen eleven and a half listed with the Packers. Mostly were the flat elevens, and so I'll take I'll take that 11, a winning ticket on an eleven and six season. I'll take that every day. I haven't bet them yet, but the uh, I, the Eagles and Saints. I, I think I'm going to be a little bit more bullish on here. Mm-hmm. This I, I've been kind of been talking about it as we've been going through stuff yeah. th- through the off season. But I mean, I love AJ Brown going to Philly. I, I'm not completely down and out on Jalen Hurts yet. I, I still think there's so you know this is what year three for him now. I think this is the no excuses year anymore. You got a lot of weapons there, but I, I think I think the guy can play well enough to get them in the playoffs. So I. I, I 
I'm going to wait till the schedules come out, but I think that's one they I'm gravitating towards a yes on maybe the Eagles and uh, and then possibly, you know, yes or win total. I think that's I do think that's the one thing if you're looking at teams like that. So one thing the schedule release you should really wait for and see, right? Right, Gil, in case there's any of those three or four game stretches that just yeah. get tough, it might shift your your opinion on what's, you know, what, where's there more value that yes or the over on a win total. Well, this brings up another point. So tomorrow schedule release uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We'll be here on primetime action to go through it all, yep. including all the week one lines, uh, regular season wins, team by team schedules. But can I? So, season long bets are one thing. But let me just ask you because people go nuts about, oh, wow, what's the line on this game that's happening, you know, five months from now kind of thing. Do you ever bet any of those? No. Either do I. No. And so I just I just want to bring that up. I know we're we're going to talk about it tomorrow because people are interested in it. But here the day before, let me so that we don't have to kill the you know yeah. pollute the segment tomorrow and, and and be a downer about it. I just I just think it's worth bringing up on this show because we try to be real about everything. I don't know any big you know any really truly successful better whose brain works that way. Well, you don't. You don't. We don't know enough about any of this right. stuff as it is, anyway, right? I mean, and if you're trying to create some hypothetical middle, I'm just. It's just yeah. not. Uh, maybe it works for some people. It's just not something I'm interested. Oh, I, in. I mean, I hear. You. I mean, even. I mean, look. I think we're all excited to see what week yes. one lines will look like and stuff. But even week one, I'm not betting this far. No, out. like you have no. no. I mean, training camps not taking place. You have no idea what injuries could occur there in preseason games. But, it, 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 I mean, from the entertainment value, I think it's great to see what the hey, numbers are going to be. It's 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 fascinating, right? But it's not like I'm running to make a wager on Yeah. Now, I mean, you know, win totals, yes, no, playoffs. That's different. Different story, right? Different. And, and, and again, the, the yearly, the biannual, let's say, twice a year, reminder, alternate season win totals, yes. Marcus, are probably the most awesome thing there are. We won't necessarily focus on that tomorrow night. But those, Drew Densick has a great line about the notion that those are priced with precision is probably a fallacy. I agree with him on that. So there's all kinds of ways to play it. I just wanted to point out, because you do hear a lot of people like going crazy overboard on this. This has existed now in the United States, that, that lines are made for, for all the games in the coming season. This has existed for over a decade now in the U.S. It started with Andrew Garuda over at CG Technology. It was Cantor Gaming at the time. In 2011, in July of 2011, he was a British derivatives trader. He was running the Midas algorithm at Cantor, and he was the first person to say, you know what, we're going to put them all up. And at that moment in U.S. betting history, it was like your mind melted. You were like, what? How could Like it was such a different idea. And by the next year, they were already doing it in May. So it's, it, well, they've done this for 10 years. But in none of those years have I been like, oh, I've got a week two bet on this one. Yeah. I just don't. The I don't think the Seahawks are going to be my my Texans of last year, but Uh-oh. but five and a half does seem <laughs> oh <so> pretty high. <laughs> so them. so you are buying into a little of that with the Seahawks. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean it, it 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 does seem like getting getting to six wins for that team does seem does seem pretty high. Does seem pretty high for me. What did you call your Texans bet last year? Your favorite? What was your line? It was a favorite, favorite, my favorite futures bet I've ever made in my whole life. In any sport yeah, ever. In any in any sport ever. And didn't it get a little like it, Kelly and I were so amused because there was a moment there where we were like, we didn't want you to lose well, any. They of won them. one game they weren't supposed to. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, I can't they, remember. Either. And yeah. we were like, this would be so funny to see him sweat. Yeah. Well, so did they, did they yeah. pull off back to back wins at one point? Was that what it I don't was? Know. They won one no. game though that we, they weren't supposed to, and I was just kind of like, oh, it made you the sweat. Be, yeah, it made the sweat real. 
scale. Yeah. But you had them several ways. You had them like yeah. five and a half. Five and a half five. and flat and, yeah, and four and a half. Yeah. The five and a half was never in yeah. jeopardy. That was never in yeah. jeopardy. All right. Pittsburgh up on the Rangers. One to nothing. Pittsburgh looks in, looking to close out the Rangers. Eastern Conference first round. Caps. One to nothing. Game five in a two to two series between Washington and the Panthers. 452 left in the first. We'll come back and we'll talk about the AT&T Byron Nelson next on VEASAN's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Back on Primetime, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. I think we are. we're we're going over some of our uh, season-long bets in multiple sports. Housekeeping. And we've, ju- we've just decided that we should do... Like some some area of this show should be reserved for our worst, most embarrassing bets of all time. Yeah, I've got, I've got a new pitch for Ken. He lo- he loves the Ken Engineer loves hearing my ideas. For Ken Engineer, the there's a there's a telestrator I've requested. You know, when we're talking about certain bets, to be able to circle the graphic what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Oh. I, I'm thinking though, we put a whiteboard behind me, and then I could just write up write up some of the worst bets that we make on the show. <laughs> Like our like our Tua's brother uh, uh, Heisman, right? Because that lasted all of like a week and a half. No, not even that. It was like two, one and a half days. Yeah, we made it like on a Wednesday night. They played on a Friday night, and like we left the studio that Friday night, knowing our bet was. He dead. he threw three picks in the first half. That's what it was. Yep, that's what it was, it was done by halftime. <laughs> that should be named after him. <laughs> the word, it was so bad. <laughs> What's funny is the you're right. We should name yeah. it after him. What was funny was I would I was typing up those the first quarterback selected odds and he was actually on that list about oh, yeah. nineteen yeah, yeah, he's coming like back. I can't see his name anymore without thinking of that. I'm it's like, actually depressing start. looking at how much money I actually have sitting on Falcons to win the NFC. So season. that's what, that's what brought this up <laughs> is we were going through all of our futures. It's like bets, legit depressing. And like, the Falcons one wasn't listed for you guys, which is just a a a uh, convenient omission that we are not going to allow. <laughs> Has to be on the screen. We, we, we made a gamble on Deshaun Watson. <laughs> it was okay. No, it was rep- like he was going. Oh, he was going. Well, he was he going. was going. And then the Browns guaranteed his money. And the Browns called him and said, "We'll give you every penny of yeah. it." And he's like, "You know what? I like Cleveland in the fall." Yeah. By the way, if anybody's wondering out there, yeah, I'm assuming most books have everything Cleveland off the board, and you're probably going to see it that way for a while until they figure out what Deshaun Watson's status is with the NFL. Isn't it amazing that we still really have no idea no how idea. this is going to go? Yeah. And I'm talking about not the I'm obviously we have no idea how the off the field stuff's going, but how the NFL will handle it is what I'm referring. I to. I mean, he could get what three games, four games, or he could get twelve games. Who knows? And and for me, it was fascinating talking. You know, when when, when the uh, Trevor Bauer thing came down a couple weeks ago, and the question did come up: Does that force the NFL's hand just from a PR standpoint? No matter what happens with Deshaun Watson, and it was fascinating to get different answers on that. Some people were like, "Well, that pushed it up to six. I'm like, "Pushed it up to six? I thought it started at six. So I don't know. Who knows? We're just speculating. We have no idea. It really is. I, I, because they haven't been consistent on these. Right. 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 They, they botched Ray Rice. They botched Josh Brown. Zeke Elliott and, got the worst of right, that. And then Zeke got punished, he got right, punished for them for like, no, botching yeah, other ones. For botching other ones. Yeah. Who knows? AT&T Byron Nelson this week. Uh, this, of course, the, the always squirrely tournament before a major. I'm wondering if you guys ratchet back some of your picks because of that, because you just uh, just never know with some of these guys. Are they there to win it, or are they there to practice for next week? 
on day two, if they're on the bubble, are they really going to go for it or not? It's at the TBC Craig Ranch in McKinney, Texas, but I'm sure you guys have some bets. Yeah, and it's... It is, like you said. So, for me, I don't know about Kelly. We'll get to his. But, like, I didn't play any derivatives. Like, I didn't, none. Like, I I went in and basically um, played more outrights than I normally do. But I played some super long outrights as right. well where I just ratcheted back, like, the how much I put on them and stuff or whatever. And not playing any of the derivative markets this week and all that. Because, again, like, some, some guys might be doing just some tinkering with their game. Some guys might be looking ahead to next week as well. And so uh, I didn't do all that. But this should be an absolute birdie fest. This should be scoring left and right. I mean, occasionally won last year at 25. Again, it was softer conditions. They had had a bunch of they had had a bunch of rain and stuff like that, and so we know. But the, the thing is, is the greens aren't small anyway. The huge greens. The yep. course isn't – the course isn't – Huge fairways, huge greens. So, like, it's one of those things where – I don't – just because it's going to be hot and it's dried out, like I'm not really worried about it. If anything, all that did for me was just uh, – I just de-emphasized the, the long iron stuff. Like I still put it in, but um, I de-emphasized it a little bit because last year there were an incredible amount of nearly 200-yard approaches for these guys because they just weren't getting any run out because the, the grass was yeah. – the, the fairways were so wet. 38% so. of total approach shots coming from over 200 yards. Yeah, and – It'll be less this year because they'll get roll, they'll, they'll get some run out on these drives and things like that, and so it'll be it'll be better conditions for the, some of the longer guys and things. But I, I just de-emphasized it a little bit. I still left it in there, but I did something completely different this week, Kelly, than I normally do. So I only ran basically like an upside model for me, and okay, I just and that's just the way that I played this week. So. um one is because I've already started my prep for next week as as well. And so, you know, and, and then plus just in these like scoring, in these tournaments where there's going to be a massive amount of scoring, it doesn't necessarily mean that the best player is going to win because like these are all awesome players. Like the, mm-hmm. like if you went and played golf with every single one of these guys, you would just sit there and be like, that's the best golfer I've ever seen in my whole <laughs> he life. Has like, to be like, the greatest yeah, on planet Earth. Yeah, like if you played with any of these guys, so like when they get a course like this, that's going to play easy, that they can make a lot of. It, it the the best guy doesn't always win because all these guys are incredibly awesome. And so, somebody gets hot with their putter, or somebody gets super hot with whatever the the their, their approach shots, whatever it could be. Like I mean, any of these guys can can win on a course like this. And so for me, I just put in an all upside model. Took the guys that I thought presented the best value, and that's how I'm playing this week. So all I did was driving distance, and I put 25% of the model on driving distance. Man, strokes gained par 5, 20%. Birdies are better, 20%. Opportunities gained 15%. Strokes gained off the tee, 15%. And then proximity, 175 to 200 at 5%, and that is it. It is a complete upside model where it is guys who can hit it long, who score on the par 5s, who make a lot of birdies, who give themselves chances to make a lot of birdies, and who are good off the tee. And that is all I put in the model this week, and these are all upside plays right here. But uh, the outrights for me this week, Sam Burns, 22-1, to Joaquin Neiman, 35-1, to Aaron Wise at 50-1, to uh, Maverick McNeely at 55-1, to Keith Mitchell at 80-1, to Lanto Griffin at 90-1, to Kurt Kitayama, at 105 to 1, Hudson Swafford 250, and then Hudson Joseph Bramlett Swafford. at 300 
to one. Kelly, in this upside model, if you take a look over the last 36 rounds, Joseph Bramlett is 11th in my model, just based on purely upside. Now, if I went in and put some of this other stuff that we typically look at, if I put approach, if I put some, you know, short game, if I put whatever, he would plummet. He would fall like down this down this uh, model. He's, he's 34th in my 36th yeah. round. So I'm getting a guy at 300 to one who came in 11th in this upside model over over the last 36 rounds. So I'll take that all day, you know, all day, every day. Hudson Swafford, 10th overall in the upside model, 250 to one, right? If I look at Kirk Kitayama and I go to more recent form because he's actually been playing much, much better recently. If I go and I take a look at my, at my 12 round model, he's 11th overall in the 12th round model. I'm getting him 105 to one. So I just got a bunch of dudes that have super high upside, who have a lot of downside as well. But if these guys get hot and go along with kind of what their what their over uh, what their underlying stats say, which is they're longer hitters, they're good off the tee, and they're scorers. Now they're not great necessarily around the green. They're not great in sand saves. They're not whatever. So like they're not great necessarily from an accuracy standpoint. So there there is there are warts in all of their games. But a course like this, it should lessen that a ton. And so that's why I have the kind of the the field of guys that I have. This I like week. it. That's a, that's a, I think it was an interesting way to go about it this week. I, I I mean I really focused in on look we've got one year's experience on this golf course, not a lot of course history to go off of, tournament history to go off of for these guys. Yeah, you could look back to what they did last year, but even then you got a lot of guys playing in this field this year that didn't even play in that last year. So I, I think the kind of guys that I looked at are. I like a lot of the younger guys that haven't won much on tour yet that they've got something to play for. It's not like they can skip this tournament in their minds and be focusing on next week yet. Every one of these tournaments still matters in them. I just like that, me and you kind of went in completely opposite directions. I played a lot more derivative bets this week in some of these other derivative markets and played way less outrights just because I didn't really, there wasn't a lot of guys I was completely sold on from an outright standpoint that you're right. I wanted to look at guys at, for, at longer odds and stuff like that. And there really wasn't that many guys that were, that were popping like that for me as far as my model high built it out 30 percent. i did chop up between driving distance and off the tee i did factor in approach though strokes gain par five par four 450 to 500 yards or six holes on on the course to fall under that proximity 175 200 200 plus a little bit of that and then a lot of birdies are better gain and opportunities gain uh justin thomas was number one in all three models that i ran last 12 last 24 last 36 just not bettable at that number right now a week before a major in my opinion um i'll run over when we get back on the other side everything that I did bet. Uh, but the three outrights, the only outrights I made, Will Zalatoris, Adam Hadwin, and Johnny Vegas, 23-1 uh, to 1 on Zalatoris, 55-1 to 1 on Hadwin, 58-1 to 1 on Vegas. I'll go through some of my other bets when we come back. Yeah. All right, we'll do that. We'll also have our one and done, which is getting tighter, as is our draft for the AT&T. Byron Nelson, we'll do that on the other side. Right here on VEASAN's primetime action, Celtics by seven early stages of the second half. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Improve your fighting spirit with the Playoffs Challenge presented by Modelo. Play free fantasy hoops. That's free fantasy hoops in the eight-part contest series and compete for your share of $4,000 per contest. Head to DraftKings.com slash Modelo now to get in on the action. Modelo, prove your fighting spirit. Chris Letang puts the biscuit in the basket. Pittsburgh now with a 2 to nothing lead on the Rangers in a possible closeout game. So the Rangers, 27 minutes away now from going home. Whereas the uh, the preflop handicap in this series was uh, that the Rangers would have this massive goaltending advantage, 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 as my mom used to say, I believe she said that. So Pittsburgh, well on their way here to closing it out in five. By the way, Michael Montesano, who uh, won the uh, initial Circa Booby Prize, uh, listening to the show tonight, and we always thank him for that. He was uh, listening to your. We were talking about the Texans and how that got a little sweaty for you, Matt. He reminds us they beat the Chargers as 10.5-point dogs. That's what it was. That game cost the Chargers the playoffs. And he said, then the Texans almost beat Tennessee. Remember the last game of the year? They lost by three. So uh, it could have gotten, uh, gotten ugly. And then add this to, my, to, to the worst bets we've made. One of us might have had a Rudy Gobert for MVP ticket. I mean, oh, yeah. that'd I, be, mean that'd be me. I mean, I had a lot of those. I mean, J- Jalen Brown. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of those going on yeah. this season. Celtics by three. Bucks have cut it to three, nine, ten left in the third quarter. Kelly, you have your golf bets you ought to get to here. Yeah, let me uh, run through those real quick. So just outrights all I played this week. I did have a Brooks Kepka outright. He got scratched, though, today. Thir- got up to 37 to one. I, I'm like, this guy's not in form at all. He needs to take this a little bit more seriously than he hasn't, but scratched, whatever. Uh, Will, Will Zalatoris, he ended up finishing. Uh, he was third or better at every model I ran last 12, last 24, last 36 with the stats that I punched in. Uh, you know, three. He, he hasn't played in a, uh, since the Masters, but three straight top tens for him uh, in tournaments, Masters included, and before that. So going with him 23-1 to one on an outright here in town. The only other outrights I played was Adam Hadwin and Johnny Vegas. Johnny Vegas we've seen playing really well recently. Uh, like, you said, like you said, Matt, I'm just looking at guys that – we're expecting volatile guys here. I'm hoping one of them gets hot with the putter and comes through for a win. Johnny Vegas, great off the tee, good on approach. You know, not great. You know, many places, many other places. Hoping he catches a hot putter this week, get it done. He's got three straight top twenty finishes though. Um, and Adam Adam was a guy who we, we were betting heavy too. Twenty sixth at the RBC Heritage, and then three top tens before that. So those are my outrights. Aaron Wise was a guy who really popped popped high for me this week. Play, and it ended up splitting a top ten and a top. 40 bet on him, and then played top 20s on Zalatoris, Neiman. Neiman, who I might add an outright on. He was a guy that was pretty high for me, too, Matt. I was just wasn't liking some of the odds I was seeing on him on ta- in town. Uh, Johnny Vegas, Adam Hadwin in the top 20 markets, taking some longer shots there. Uh, top 40s, Aaron Wise, Maverick McNeely. Matchups, uh, Ryan Palmer over Ian Poulter and Austin Smotherman over Grayson Smotherman. <laughs> and then a couple first-round leader bets for me, Johnny Vegas, Aaron Wise, and Sebastian Munoz. So just to give everyone a – I mean, like – how I bet isn't necessarily how the model Giannis, played out. Giannis from three brick. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So just so that you know, look, number one in the model in thirty-six rounds, Justin Thomas, right? I mean, like, it's it was it's, JT for me all three. And yeah, and twenty-four is Justin Thomas, and then when you go to twelve, it's Justin Thomas. So I mean, like he is. If the odds were a little bit longer, again, like I said, it's it's it is not going to surprise me one bit if Justin Thomas goes out there and like. And, and wins this tournament running away. That being said, the shortest guy I played 
in Sam Burns getting 22 to one on him. I'm getting double what I'm getting on Justin Thomas. And frankly, on a course like this, where you can go score a ton, the win equity to me for Sam Burns is as good as Justin Thomas. He shot a 62 here last year, by the way, Sam Burns did like, so on these like birdie fest courses, he is built to just destroy them. And so it was just for me. It was an it was a numbers thing, Kelly, for me, because like I, I oh, while, while Justin Thomas was number one across the board for me, Burns is either third or fourth in all of these, and I'm getting double the price so on him. Was, so that was just as short as for I me. Was. It was the same thing with Zalatoris. You, your yours your Zalatoris was was Burns. I, Zalatoris was top three in every model I ran. Yeah. I'm getting more than double what I could get on JT. Fine, I'm going to bet that. I will look JT live if there's opportunities opportunities to get in on him. But just just to give people an idea of why I bet the way that I did. Like, so over the last 36 rounds, again, I, I set this model up for nothing but upside. So there is downside to these players as well, but the, I'll just run real quickly through like the top 15 guys here in this model, Justin Thomas, Luke list, Johnny Vegas, which Kelly has a bet on Dustin Johnson, Scotty Scheffler, Will Zalatoris, Maverick McNeely, Sam Burns, Joaquin Neiman, Hudson Swafford, Joseph Bramlett, Xander Shoffley, Keith Mitchell, Lanto Griffin, Aaron Wise. So, like, it's it's these guys that have a ton of volatility to their game that are showing up here. But, again, the the reason that they have such volatility is because they can go score sometimes and score in bunches. And so that's kind of what I was going for this week with this, trying to zig when everyone else is zagging. I've had a couple of of meh tournaments so far, so I tried out something a little bit different on this one before I kind of get back to the tried and true Next week as we head into a major. Look, y'all ready to man up and do this already? Man, I've been over here writing down a thousand bets. Let's do this. One and done. Submitted in secret to Wyatt Tomchek. Oh, three different guys. Kelly going with Zalatoris. Expending Zalatoris here at the uh, AT&T Byron Nelson. I am using Joaquin Neiman. And Matt is using Maverick McNeely. Kelly did uh, close the gap between he and the field. Remember, it doesn't matter if you finish first or second. It just matters, matters if you finish last. So I'll, I'll let you guys know. There was a little gamesmanship on my part here because yeah, I wanted to see felt, what my bets were. Yeah, I sure. felt one of you two was going to use Neiman. I thought maybe both of you were going to use Neiman or whatever, and so I I thought probably you'd already used Alator. So that's why I, did, I didn't. You I know, didn't. I didn't I, go there. I think I've already used Neiman. Actually. You know what my gamesmanship was that I was going to use Neiman and hammer the both of you. <laughs> so I, I tried to That's go a little bit. I tried to go a little bit different here to see if I can uh, see if I can make up some ground. Uh, you, you've already used Neiman. Is that what it is? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought, but I, I like, I'm at the point where I can't like, I've got to play. You just got to try to get money. I got to play my best guys, no yeah, matter what their names are and catch up. I yeah. know. I know. I know. Rangers score two to one. Oh, there's some life. Oh boy. But right. you know, Isaiah, let's keep an eye on him because I don't know this whole blind submission after we've gone over all our bets. Uh, 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 <laughs> taste the soup. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's do the draft. Who get who gets honors here? I'm in last. Matt in the has draft. honors. Matt has he honors. He was the big loser last week. Oh, is that how that works? Aaron yeah. Wise, top twenty plus two thirty. Yep, just cross that. I don't, one I don't off. like your tone sometimes well, with this. I, I he's good about that because yeah. I knew he. I knew. Yeah. I knew. I knew. I knew. I, that was that's a how steal. the first. That's how the first round or two goes. Is me and Matt just pick. I knew off that each was a steal. Best. That was a yeah. steal, right? Yeah, it was, that a, was a steal. steal. Yeah. I knew. Yeah, I felt good about that one. That was a steal. <laughs> Who's next? Me? Yeah, you. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, top ten plus one hundred. 
Johnny Vegas plus 210 top 20. Oh, you took one of mine. Sammy Burns top 20 plus 120. Joaquin Neiman top 20 plus 160. That's a cross off for me. Good bet, Gil. Did I do that? All right, let me try to steal one from Matt. Maverick McNeely plus 210 top 20. You go right ahead. That's fine. I ain't worried about you. Lanto Griffin top 40 even money. Just the way you say it. With authority. I know, right? Uh, uh, how about this one? Maverick McNeely to miss the cut, plus Ooh. 160. Take that. Adam Hadwin, top 20, plus 210. Kurt Kitayama, top 40, plus 170. Oh, that's me? Um, I'm going to go, uh, ooh, minus 125. It's like DraftKings knows I our know, cutoff. I know, I think that every time. They totally know our cutoff. Or, or maybe we tailored it to that. Uh, I'm going to say uh, top 40 on, uh, top 40 on, did you use Lanto top 40? I did. Okay. I'm going to do, uh, do, 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 pardon me, pardon me, CT Pan top 40 plus 120. Matt Kuchar to miss the cut at plus 150. And I'm going to take a top 20 on Keith Mitchell at plus 270. And I'm taking Bubba Watson in a head-to-head against Kuchar at minus 105. Mm, Keith Mitchell on threw me for a curveball. Oh, the Rangers tie it up while we're doing that. Oh, from the dead. Two right. goals in 90 seconds for the Rangers, two to two. A guy who didn't really pop on my model, I don't think, but he's been playing very well recently. I'm going to go with an Aaron Rye, top 40 at plus 140. Yeah, he has been playing well. And that does it, right? No, one more round, I think. No, no, that's it. Oh, no, we're done. That's we're fine. Done. We're done. Sorry. Um, I still have three more written down, though, Isaiah. Stop yelling at one me. One bet I can't find here in town that I looked at a lot that I will say to the rest of country because it is available rest of country. A guy, Brandon Hagee. Um, you are going to find him somewhere in the and 300, 400, 500-ish to one round. Uh, realm, something like that. Uh, he was 32nd overall in my model. I think you're getting him literally at 300, 400, 500, something like that to one. You can get him top 40 at plus 600, plus six to one on him as a top 40 bet. So if you can find Brandon Hagee out there, maybe a couple bucks on him. And the New York Rangers score again and erase the two to nothing deficit to go up three to Doing two. Doing penguins. And I want to say in less than two minutes. Unbelievable comeback. Turn of events. In hockey, on the other side right here, Beeson's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on Beeson, the sports betting network. Primetime Action live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Boston up five on the Bucks. Bucks flirting with... Uh, with getting over the hump, but they just can't seem to do it. 3-11 left in the third quarter. Boston up 73-68. to I want to see a replay. I think Grayson Allen actually just made a good defensive play. And they They're called it? Give it. Yeah, they, they called it a foul. You know why? Because he's Grayson it's Allen. Grace, because it's Grayson Allen. No, I That's why I want to see a replay. I hate the NBA with it. Yeah, can we see a replay? Seriously, let's see if that was actually a foul. Looks like he got a lot of balls. Jalen Brown was going up. Jalen but... Brown makes the first free throw. Celtics up six. By the way, in hockey, uh, Caps add to their lead. Uh, Schultz! Puts it in two to nothing. Washington game five at Florida. The number one seeded Panthers 
just can't seem to shake the 2018 Stanley Cup champs who are looking to take a 3-2 lead in this series and head the series back to Washington for Game 6. We'll see. A lot of hockey to be played. 16-30 left in the second period. So that one is uh, way, way far from being decided. Uh, the, the New York Rangers scored three goals in a 2-minute and 42-second span to erase a 2 to nothing deficit, take a 3-2 lead, and then 13 seconds later, the Penguins get the equalizer. End of two, three to three between the uh, Penguins and the Rangers, with the Penguins up in that series three to one. And the Caps score again. TJ Oshie, did, did he score again? Let's go, Caps. Was this Oshie? Hold on. This is exciting to only me. Okay, no one else no here idea. on the set. Yeah, okay, no. Oshie, with his second goal of this game and his fifth of the series. U.S. Olympic star TJ Oshie. Nice pass. Three to nothing, Caps. Let's go, baby. Can the Bucks uh, get over the hump, please? That would be very nice. Yeah, if they we're, could. we're all going to be sweating down the stretch yeah, of this game. Are. You've got the, I mean, A, we've all got the. Oh, how about, how about that no defense on that smart three pointer? Yeah, let's leave him more open than that. Good Lord. You've got the plus five and a half in this game. We all have series bets. Matt has Drew Holiday over 21 and a half, right, Matt? No, 20 and a half. 20 and a half. Okay, you only need five more points. He's at 16. I've got the big 40-plus bomb on Giannis. He's at 25, so I need a 15 15 more from him in the fourth. I'm very disappointed in you guys that you're not into this Rangers-Penguins game. This is your kind of hockey game. Penguins. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) This is a contribution to that. Marcus Smart with 15 on the night, 6 for 9 from the field, 3 for 4 from behind the arc. Maybe put a hand in his face next time? Yeah. Oh, jeez. We have quite the pitcher's duel going on over there in, uh, in Anaheim. Shohei. The Rays up one nothing. Uh, McClanahan, five innings, three hits, one walk, eight Ks, no earn. <laughs> Shohei, six innings, two hits, two walks, five Ks, but he gave up a solo jack to Kiermaier. Another three-pointer. Jalen Brown this time, 81-70. to 70. The Celtics just like that up 11. Ugh. Come on, man. 10-2 Ten Ten to to run. Yeah. Giannis to the rack. Just every do it every time. time. Just, Just do it every time, time. man. Come on. Uh, Why go home? That would Run be that would be our huddle if we were the Bucks coaching staff. So here we've thought of something on this play. Yes. We should just give the ball to Giannis. Here's an idea: take four steps and get yeah. to the rim. <laughs> like you stand at the three point line, take four steps and dunk it. Oh, Jalen Brown with the oh, hanging two. I will say, expert-level weekend planning by associate producer Wyatt Tomchek, who informed me earlier today that, you know, the, he's a massive Bucks fans. The games that have taken place in this series that he's been here for work for, they've lost both of them. The two games he's been at home, they've won both of them. Oh, science. Hashtag science. He got in my head, Gil. He might, he might be sent home on Friday if, uh, if the Bucks, uh, Bucks don't Send win. Send him this home one. now. We're still tied. I, I, that's why I keep yelling. I'm like, Wyatt, you run home. Get home quick. Wyatt, you're off for the rest of the night. <laughs> Anything for a bet. <laughs> Anything for a bet, man. <laughs> Wyatt, good night. See ya. Giannis at the line. All right. So, next hour, by the way, Frank Schwab will join us to talk NFL betting. <clears throat> Who he thought, uh, I guess, winners and losers from the draft. Where we can get into that with him. What bets he has. His excitement. Who he's looking forward to the NFL schedule release. And then our buddy Reed Fowler from DraftKings. We're going to talk golf with him. Have you added to your PGA bets at all? 
No. Still, well, was, still just just started just just kind of really started digging in today. So. I found a third I made actually. So I, I what all, were your first two? All, all I've done is long shots. So I have Woodland and Fleetwood at one hundred five to one, and then I did bet Aaron Wise at two hundred and fifty to one. And you vow that if Gary Woodland does not win this, you're quitting him. Yeah, I think me and him are going to have to have a talk about what the future of our relationship is. Gary, we'll sit down, Kelly. That is not him. It's you. Yeah. You know, take him out to a public setting. Make sure there's not a scene. Yeah, it's not you. It's me. I got a problem. Got a problem betting you. Got to stop. What do you think his reaction to that would be? Probably just punch me in the face. Like, go on with his day. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? Get out of my way. Get out of my way. Um, yeah. Nice defensive play by Connaughton from behind there on uh, Jalen Brown. Did they call him for that? Oh, oh, jump ball they called. Okay. Not even sure that should have been a jump ball, should it have been? Yeah, it looked like a clean block to me. All right, Bucks. Anytime you're ready, you know, just make that run again. And we're ready to cheer you on. It's a game of runs. <laughs> it's a make or miss league. It's, it's a game of runs. We're only speaking in cliches the rest of the night. <laughs> I need a I need a lev- update five for you, eleven more for me, Matt. I'm not getting there. And by you and me, I mean uh, Drew Holiday and Giannis. Okay, you're not making that. Oh, oh my on. God, Jalen Brown, what game. are you doing? That was game right there. That was it. What are you doing? So Al Horford the other night. Now Jalen Brown wants us to be his night. Oh, there's a respond. It was was that uh, Giannis from was three? That Giannis from three, man. It was that. I think One we just four now. we just spotted One the four, Yeti. Twenty five percent. Twenty five percent is what we go for every game. Wow. By the way, I want to. I don't think this is posted anywhere, but I, I think I've seen first score, first quarter scoring props. I would love to know what a first quarter Giannis rebound prop is because he seemingly just sucks in about the first seven rebounds of the game, and then like that's usually about a half of what he does for the game. He had five in the first like three minutes of this game. He's at eight total right now. I, I don't even know how it's possible when you're seven feet tall, Bob. Oh, Portis. Celtics up seven at the half. They're up nine <clears throat> at the end of three. We need more. We need more, Giannis. After the Bucks had cut it to three, I believe. Uh, that was the closest they got here. But the Celtics back up to nine. Did the Caps do it? No, that's a replay. Three to nothing still, Caps. Hockey and their damn yeah, replays. replays are really. Uh, they they throw me off like crazy. Live <laughs> numbers right now in those games. So Penguins-Rangers tied at three apiece, second intermission. Rangers minus 145, Penguins plus 110 now. Eight and a half, your live total, juice to the over. And Capitals, you might have said it, made it three nothing? Yes, they did. Three nothing. TJ Oshie, second of the Man. night, fifth of the series. Six minutes into the second period, their Capitals minus 650, Panthers plus 390 live. Total set at seven, juice to the over, minus 145. I said this off air, I'll say it on air. It just feels like the Caps and the Leafs because of their team histories, are headed to the worst heartbreak of all time in seven games. Both of them just have this horrible feeling. And both will, if the Caps' lead holds up, both will have three to two series leads. Is this, I, this is where I have to go through my annual check of, like, is it, is it just a bracket setup, or do they reseed in the NHL? Hockey, I believe they reseed, don't they? Someone will I correct me on that. No idea. I believe they reseed in, ho- in uh, hockey. I'll hit the Google machine. Yeah. Did you see uh, Justin Thomas talking about 
Yes. The, yeah, and, and, he, and he's right, and guy. it's going to happen. That's what the PGA Tour, Tour essentially did this week, right? Where it is, hey, if you're leaving, he's, stop talking he, about it and yeah, leave. He, he, he basically put it out there as plain as humanly possible. He's like, it's like, look, if you want to go, go. There's been plenty of guys that have been advocates of it and just talked it up all the time, and there have been guys behind the scenes that are saying, I'm going, I'm doing this, and my whole thing is like, just go then. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, just go. Like, quit talking about it and get out of here. Uh, I, I like Matt. I like that we now have like a time frame on this because we know by what June sixth, right, is when that tournament starts. We will know in the next three weeks who's going and who's staying. And that's ba- you should might you might as well just assume that's for good. I mean, right now how the PGA Tour has positioned itself is if you're going to go play, you're not. You're probably not coming back. Yeah, and and that I mean. Scheffler echoed the same thing JT did. Uh, Zalatoris said the same thing. I mean, like Zalatoris, I thought his response was 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 even better, where he said he's we're trying to promote our best product possible, and he said so. If you want to be a part of it, then be a part of it. But like, it's the tour is trying to promote the tour, right? Yes. And, and like, so it, it can't be like, oh, well, we might have the best players some tournaments, and we might not these other tournaments, and like whatever. And they might they actually might be playing. So yeah. Not every guy plays every every week, but he's not playing somewhere else that that week, right? right? Like it's so it's not like he's going and competing with one of the tournaments that's going on that week. I, I mean, occasion a few times a year, the European Tour, but even th- I mean, them and PGA Tour are partners basically in all this stuff that goes on. Yeah. So yeah, I it, it, it's wild. The and, and I think the best thing for the LIV golf uh, could just be if Greg Norman stops talking. You might want to put might put might want to put him away and have him not talk for the next few yeah. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Panthers do score. Three to one caps now. Come on, Samson off. By the way, I was wrong. Uh, it's brackets in hockey. It's a return to the bracket in okay. hockey. Remember the last couple years, because of the uh, pandemic, they did a whole rejiggering thing after the first round. Then there was a funky format one year, but it's back to the uh, traditional bracket now in Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll come back on the other side. Frank Schwab will join us. Talk some football. It's VEASAN's primetime action. 